Hello, and welcome to House on 1500. This is episode 31. Hi, ladies. Hello. How you doing? Good, good. Good, good. Uh, For any of our devoted listeners, I may be a bit punchy this morning because I (laughs) worked all night last night. So I will do a caveat and apologize for any (laughs) silliness or... Un- <laughs> what is the word? See, I can't even think of words. This this moment right here, I apologize for all of this right here. <laughs> so we should probably just get to it so that I can go to bed, right? So, but today high- say, I think it's important we say today's date because oh, sure. we are a little bit we, you know, what's the word we we publish a little bit later than we record. So today is April twenty eighth. All right, yes. go. Yes, it is. All right, my high low. Uh, well, my low is that I worked a million shifts in a row, um, <laughs> and I'm quite tired, and I don't even think I have words for more of that. My high <laughs> is that I am going out of town this weekend, which is why I worked a million shifts in a row. So I do love the flexibility of my job that I can stack my week Love's so that I can life. have some time off. Um, we are headed to Vegas for the just the weekend where it will be, wait for it, ninety-eight <laughs> degrees. Oh, oh, man. 98. <laughs> so the underlying why are they too? <laughs> yeah, why I was wondering, I was gonna ask you, why now are they going to Vegas? Well, I mean, typically April is a lovely time to go to Vegas, mm, and all okay. of the days surrounding the two days I'll be there are beautiful. <laughs> And 80s, maybe even high 70s. But the two sure. days that I'm there are 98 <laughs> degrees. So, I think um, your body just actually secretly likes heat. No. So maybe it finds no. it. <laughs> it so here, here we are. We're going to experience Rome hot Megan all over again. Megan, I'm just going to say. Is Alex's family adequately prepared? <laughs> um, well, we modified some of our plans because Alex oh, and I both funny. agreed that we will do nothing that doesn't have air conditioning or the yes. pool. Good. It will right. it will have water or yes. lasting AC. Otherwise, yes. we're not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so what so was on the chopping block? Well, I mean, normally we love a good red rock hike, but not, not happening. No. Not, not happening. Um, and I don't know. There were some other things, but we're we're <laughs> we're good. gonna stay indoors or what? Those yes, are my only great. options. Yes, well, it's good. It's nice to put your boundaries out there. I think it's true. So that's me. I'm kind of. It's a high and a low. Yeah. <laughs> for the yeah. No for the <laughs> All right, Annie. What about you? What's going on with you? All right. Yeah, so my my low and high are the same. So last Thursday, I got PRK, which is a version of LASIK. So yeah, they were, it was kind of on the fence whether or not I was going to get LASIK or not. Um, But the, the day of surgery, you know, because you don't, you don't wear your contacts for a little while before your actual surgery. And so they just realized that my contacts are actually keeping the shape of my eye to be a more regular shape. So having them not in showed that my right eye was pretty abnormal where they felt that PRK was safer. And so 
so anyway, so that um, is fine. I didn't really care because I just was excited to get it done. But there's just a little bit longer recovery. It's not quite as like with LASIK, it sounds like it's within 24 hours. Your site is pretty great. So I've just had uh, just some blurry vision and just had to take it easier. You know, I have to limit my screens, how often I'm on a, like looking at a screen. So that is my low and my high. It's every morning I kind of wait to go get my glasses. So it's always like, oh, that's right. I don't have to do that. <laughs> and, then, and then I'm just kind of curious to see like what my vision is going to be like today. So it's kind, yeah. of, kind of an interesting um Yeah, I'm not in any pain anymore. So that's great. Just more just the mental. It does get kind of annoying to not see clearly all the time. But I see better than my husband does without his glasses. So every day I'm like, okay, can you when can you see this? And so I'm, I'm seeing really quite well, like well enough, I can drive to places I know, and have been to before. I would not yeah. trust myself to drive somewhere new where I'd have to be looking at signs. But like I, I drove the carpool to my, the middle school yesterday and it was totally fine. Like it's not anything, I'm not doing anything unsafe. So, right. Right. Anyway. so yeah, so that's my high and my low. It's kind of been just a impressive that this technology is even available. And oh, yeah. so it's just really cool. So I'm looking forward to it. It says in about a month, my vision should should level out so that's See, kind of a long time you don't think, think it was that long took, I don't think mine took a month because I also okay. had PRK what yeah three years ago, years ago. I think yeah. it's been three and I saw really pretty decently at a week and yeah. I think it in, in another week it really improved like I feel like mm-hmm. mine was only two but maybe I yeah. don't have a good memory that's very like and maybe your vision wasn't as bad as mine oh, sure. I don't know that's true my vision you know? Not as so bad maybe as yeah so maybe they just but I would imagine they just put a caveat of a month just because I'm sure it's just so variable with how sure. people's eyes heal and sure. so they she just said you know I can see obviously every day it is a little bit better a little more consistently better yeah. um she's like just plan on fluctuating vision for about a month so I'm like that's fun <laughs> so, but at the same point it is I am just so grateful it's just a fascinating I told one of my kids I'm like you've got to get into this industry because that guy is making bank I can <laughs> yeah, imagine yeah. the amount because at least at this place he only did uh, he only does surgeries once a week and he had 19, but each surgery lasts, what, five minutes, right? Yeah. It's mostly the machine that does it. It's crazy. I was like, he, we kind of estimating he makes about $2 million a year. So oh, easy. Well, to be fair, because I did mine with a study group. Okay. Um, uh-huh. But the machine itself is absurd amounts of money that doctors rent time to use it that's how the machine gets paid for so it goes like a different doctor uses it one day a week you know like and and they rent time to use this machine because it is so so expensive so I don't know how much he's paying for his one day of surgery to be able to use this laser but like that's going to be yeah. a big chunk I mean he's still making buckets of money oh, buckets of money yes for but, sure and I like, don't that's know that's a big cost yes and he is so well known I mean he he's on the 12th floor of this a beautiful like office building he's got amazing views he yeah. pretty much is the whole 12th floor 
<laughs> so I don't think he's sharing it with anybody. So he's obviously in a place that he is doing fine. I'm sure it's, I can't imagine how expensive those things are, you know, on the amount of staff he has and, oh, and sure. just yeah. leasing his, his office space has got to be crazy too. So anyway, sure. whatever, that's beside the point. I'm just like, you guys should look into this <laughs> for five minutes of his time with me. He is making so much money. It's true. So it's true. All right. Well, Sorry. That's longer. To hear an update on your uh-huh. eyes for our next podcast. Yeah. 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 Me too. Good idea. All right. Emily. All right. Emily. Okay. Take it away. So my, uh, low <laughs> is I just feel perpetually angry all the time now (laughs) I am actively trying to change a few things um in our school district and they the goalpost just keeps moving and it feels like the people that are supposed to be having our children's best interest as their number one priority don't and I say that and I say that only because of the behaviors that they like the the rulings and the rules and the and all those things and the policies that they support they don't typically tend to be student centric anyway so and then i you know i see what else is going on in the world and there there was a so here i am dealing with the school district and then i have a friend who lives in parma idaho which is like just about to oregon oregon it's mm-hmm. just um, there, it's just west of Boise by about an hour. And she posted that there was a school uh, yesterday who, and they haven't been wearing masks to school, but they have been like, she said they'd been asked to wear masks, but nobody in Parma cares. So nobody <laughs> wears masks. And I was like, oh my gosh, I need to move to Parma. But she, uh, she posted that the administration was like, hey, we have been looking at things and we've decided that we're no longer putting a limit on this. Um, it was like a like a music concert of some sort that the junior high was putting on, the middle school was putting on. And he's like, and they just said, everybody who wants to come can come. Please respect those who are more comfortable with social distancing. Um, but we're going to move forward with allowing everybody to come in. And I was like, that's how it right. should be. <laughs> and so I just, I've had to do a lot of um, just brain work and cause I don't want to feel mad the whole time, yeah, but I also sure. don't, I also want change, which I think is a very normal American thing to do. Right. Um, and so it's finding that balance of, being furious all the time that that the people aren't being represented and then finding finding uh, appropriate healthy um responses for that and then my happy thing is we have officially decided to remodel our house in a big giant way so i mean i guess that's a good thing that's come out of this because everybody from california is mad at their government <laughs> and so they've moved to utah and there are not enough houses available so they are spending ridiculous amounts of money yeah in one year our house appraised so last year we got our house appraised in the same month so 2020 in april 
And this year we got it appraised 2021 in April and it increased by $110,000 in value. Yeah. So that means we can pull out cash, but it also, but there's also a lumber shortage. So who knows if that cash will go very far. Anyway, either way, there are some significant changes that are going to be made. And I'm very excited because we live in a 40 year old home and it's just time. Like, even if it wasn't going to be a giant remodel, it's just time to update all the things. That's just what happens when things are 40 years old. So anyway, that's so exciting. That's so exciting. But I was in charge of topic and because I have felt perpetually frustrated (laughs) <laughs> I was like, I need something that means nothing. And so here we go. I'm going to tell you two some weird but true facts, and then we'll discuss a few of them. So you just I want I want to know your first thoughts when I tell you these things. Cause I had a few first thoughts that I was like, whoa, that's crazy. Okay. So they're okay. all true. They're not, all like, true. trying to make us decide no. what's true. No, no, these are all true. Okay. I just want to know your thoughts about that and Kind of some of these, I'm like, huh, I wonder what the world would be like if it was still like that. We are going to jump right into the episode right after this short break. Okay, here we go. Let's do it. Uh, Vacuum cleaners were originally horse drawn. What? How? Yeah. So, (laughs) what? What? Yeah. In people's homes? Yeah. Yeah, you're hurting my night shift brain. That makes I'm no sorry. Sense. <laughs> so, um, it was it would go from house to house. Tiny horses. But in a, yeah. So no, listen. So there's a horse-drawn <laughs> carriage that would go from house to house, and giant hoses were um, uh, run through the windows of the hust- customers. Um, and then it's just so that's a little of misleading title, but then sure gas powered motor generated the section that pulled the dirt, but that's it was drawn by drawn. horses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not yeah. I was like, that is so counterproductive. <laughs> Let's bring this horse in and clean your carpet. <laughs> no, yeah. Vacuum cleaners were, I mean, they were, it was horse drawn and it was big enough that it had to go home to home and have a horse drawn carriage. So we've come a long way. Yeah. Okay. For sure. I still don't but, like vacuuming. <laughs> oh, I don't need it. Are you kidding me? No, well, so that is true. It's it's instantaneously satisfying. No, mm-hmm. it's not. You gotta clean the floor first. Anyway. Um, <laughs> okay, so this one I thought was interesting. McDonald's introduced drive-through service because of the military. Huh. Uh, why? Yeah. So how was the connected to the military okay I don't follow. so the military so in arizona in this place in arizona uh military rules forbade the soldiers from wearing their military uniforms in public so really? weird yeah so a restaurant manager um cut a hole into the wall to allow members of the military to pick up their orders without stepping out of their car and then the oh. convenience and the simplicity just caught on and went everywhere for reals Wow. So yeah. what was happening? They couldn't. Uh, that seems like that would be a bonus to see people in uniform, as far as like supporting the troops yeah. and having patriotism. Did they say why? No, it doesn't say why. Huh. That would be something to. I yeah. don't know why because we can see them now. Right. So, 
All right, let's put them down, and then we can find our the answers. Because I am maybe, curious. Maybe what they the just assumed is. that off-duty military people would have bad behavior, and they didn't want it to reflect mm. poorly on the military. I maybe. don't know. That's, yeah, I could see that. Hmm. That's, That's interesting. Weird, it's a weird thing. I'm not saying that I That's think cool. our military has bad behavior. FYI. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Caveat. But. Caveat. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, right? They were young men, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I mean, yes, I could see. That's cool. I did know that McDonald's was the first to introduce drive through but I did not know why. So that's yeah. very cool. Super hmm. interesting. I, yeah, I hadn't heard that before. I thought that was really interesting. Okay. Um, and maybe you knew this one. Spider webs were used as bandages in ancient times. I actually knew that. Of course you did, Nurse Megan. Well, no, but I don't remember (laughs) when I learned it or why I learned it. And why it stayed stayed in my brain, but my brain knew it. (laughs) That's awesome. So it says that spider webs were supposedly, spider webs supposedly have natural antiseptic and antifungal properties. Gross. Hmm. So, and they are rich in vitamin K, which helps promote clotting. Sure so that's so <laughs> this uh, this article says so next time you're at a bandage, just head to your attic and grab some <laughs> lebacillin. Oh okay, is that they're so fragile? I don't even know how they kept them intact. You know what I well, mean? You, them you just clot them up. Like it's it's, oh. it's okay, so they're not trying to keep the web shape. No, just, no, okay, like, how would they do it? <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, that reminds me. Have we talked about this before? I, no. No, I we have we have because we we talked about having web shaped band-aids. We did not. No. No. Mm-hmm. Great job, wow. then. That's I know an alternate reality. Yeah, other sisters you talked about. No, we did oh. talk about <laughs> spider webs as decoration for our Christmas. Oh like, yes. Quiz. Oh yes, that's what it is. All right. So, so maybe, maybe we not an alternate them. reality. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this one I actually know that Megan knows because we mentioned it. We talked a little bit about it on Sunday when we saw each other. But blood donors in Sweden receive a text when their blood is used. Oh, they, I love that. I know. I liked it too. So it says to encourage more young people to donate. There's a hospital in um, Gothenburg, Sweden, that sends a text to donors when their blood has been dispensed to someone in need. Um, That's cool. Yeah. If So it says a common issue with blood donation, along with other types of charitable donations, is that if a donor doesn't know the recipient, it's harder to convince them that donating is worth it. Mm. But now potential donors have proof that their contribution is going to good use. I love that. I think it would be interesting to see what the turnaround time was, you know, Mm -hmm. like when you donated to like how long it went before it was needed or used. Yeah, that would be an interesting thing. And it I would also be the logistics of that. Like, obviously, Sweden figured it out, but I would like to know, like, how, what their program is or how they work mm. that to track the information, but still have privacy laws. Anyway. Sure. Yeah. It would Super also be interesting. interesting to know, like, if it had a general location, you know, like the city of your blood mm. was used oh, today sure. in the city of. Mm. Sure. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. 
just just so that they you know it would be kind of interesting to see how far your blood traveled because i think that would have a great impact too like oh it's not just my community Mm -hmm. this is a a broader impact yeah well go ahead oh i was gonna say there's that um the shoebox things that happen around christmas time i don't know if you guys have ever done that donation but you just like pretty much provide a cute little christmas for a kid and they give you ages and maybe some things that they're into and it just is supposed to fit into like a shoebox tote and then you ship it uh-huh. but they do they do you are able to track it and see like where it went and when it got there and it is really super fun it does make the giving a little more interactive so yeah, yeah. my kids to be able to see oh my gosh i made it to wherever and they were excited about it so i could see that being really cool that's, fun. that's good Okay, so this next one is just interesting. Uh, the inventor of the Pringles can is now buried in one. Okay, <laughs> <What? laughs> hey, whose idea was that? <laughs> his. It was his. That is so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so he says, um, it, he, it says, so his name is Frederick Barr. And Pringles are not that old. Okay, I say that because I was born in 1979, <laughs> and I forget that that is quite a long time ago. Yeah, it's four decades, lady. I know. Well, I don't think that way. <laughs> yeah, my, I, ta- I, my I, timeline is like just—it's not linear. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> Pringles was born. Pringles was invented in 1966, which doesn't seem that long ago to me. Um, That's only five decades ago, but uh, so Frederick Barr is the inventor and he communicated his burial wishes to his family when he died at 89, his children stopped at, no, this can't be right. His children stopped at Walgreens on the way to the funeral home to buy his burial Pringles can. So was he cremated and then put in yes. a Pringles can? Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm I was thinking some like giant. Yes. Oh. <laughs> that makes way more sense. I don't know why my brain went to that. <laughs> First was That's cremated. Why I laugh so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a big giant face with a mustache as you're laying down in the ground. Yeah, that's that funny. is hilarious. That makes a lot more sense. <laughs> I didn't even go there no, when no. I did that. I assumed it was. Um, see, and I don't have I don't have the excuse of working all night to have that thought process. That's just me, guys. Can you imagine he's in there and they just like roll it into the grave? <laughs> oh oh, and the God. lid pops up. Oh, stop! <laughs> see, but that's nice because my family will not do my wishes when I'm dead. They're like, you are dead. It does not matter what you want. <laughs> I like hearing that families will do that. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Okay, so let's do let's do uh, two more. Okay. okay, sounds good. Sunglasses were originally designed for, ooh, I'm going to let you guys guess. Just throw me out your best guess. What were sunglasses mm-hmm. what do you think sunglasses were originally designed for apparently not blocking out the sun that's no. not... nope okay nope right. um what could it possibly be Eye protection from welding okay uh-huh. 
some kind of safety thing. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I can't think of it. I'm thinking it's more vain, something vain in the sense that like you weren't supposed to see this part when I don't know, but I can't think of anything else. I don't know. Uh, so okay, kind of. Uh, they were originally designed for Chinese judges to hide their facial expressions in court. Really? Really? Yeah. I think that's, that's false. <laughs> yeah, it says sunglasses were originally sunglasses were originally made out of smoky quartz in the 12th century in China, wow. where they were used by judges to mask their emotions when they were questioning wit- witnesses. Which is so funny because I don't see that group of people to be very, have a lot of expression in general. I would like, you know, maybe some Scottish people (laughs) (laughs) having a lot more, being a little more animated. So it's just interesting that it's that group of people. But I I do, I do think that they, they express a lot of their things through their eye movements. Mm -hmm. So maybe that, yeah. So maybe that was why, anyway, it was a, a long, long, long time ago, and it was a method of hiding sure. information. So here's what I don't understand. Why, if they're the ones asking the questions, why do they need to hide their reactions? Good like, question. I don't yeah, know. I don't understand it that. It was the judges, not like the lawyers. Okay, but why does it matter? Okay. I, I, I guess don't, I don't I mean, understand. Well, because I could see maybe... If you were trying to defend and you could tell the judge was not even remotely going to be swayed, it could be, I guess, well, what's then that's the point? a terrible judge. I agree. <laughs> I agree. <clears throat> I right. don't know. I'm going to move I, on from that. I'm not going to waste any more thoughts. <laughs> well, they, it just says, I, I looked, so it had a link that sent me to Glasses History. Hmm. Um, and it just says these were particularly this was particularly handy for Chinese judges of the time who had ro- routinely worn smoke colored quartz lenses, allowing them to seem emotionally detached from the topic being discussed and to conceal their feelings while hmm. questioning the accused. But see, that's okay. while they're questioning it, it implies questioning. that they're questioning. Yeah, yeah that's anyway. interesting. That that's must fine. be just set up differently. Yep. All right. Um, I never would have guessed for sure. Yep. So, and it was, it was used by Chinese judges, but they were created to hide emotions from others when speaking to them, just as a general thing. So that's interesting. (laughs) Okay. This is the last one. And I am willing to bet that um, Annie knows this one. So, okay. Cotton candy was invented by a dentist. Oh, I don't know this. No, that's the thing. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. <laughs> I know, but it's not that I knew that. It's what I'm saying. <laughs> I know it's true because you're giving us facts. But what I'm right. saying is I did not know that. <laughs> oh, but the way that you said it was implying that I'd asked you a question. I do not know this. <laughs> Yeah. So why uh, why would a dentist in that, that was my exact sugar. response? Um, Probably because it attached to all the plaque would be my guess. Was it easier so, to see where to clean? No. So he um so there were he was William Morrison was the dentist, and then he paired with John Wharton, who is a confectioner. 
and they just invented the cotton candy machine. And oh, I will give you this though. What do you think they first called it? Remembering a dentist invented it or helped invent it. It was called candy floss, right? Nope. Oh, I don't know. But floss, yeah. Fairy floss. Fairy floss. Aw, that's cute. I like it better than cotton candy. I'm going to call it fairy floss. Yeah. Um, So, but then, let's see. Well, the reason it's called cotton candy is because there was a guy who... Oh, it was another dentist who reinvented the machine because the first machine like overheated a bunch and, and, but they sold it for so like it, they did it at a fair. They went to a fair, uh, the 1904 world's fair is where it was first introduced mm-hmm. and they sold cool. it for like one fairy floss thing was half the price of an entry ticket Whoa! to the fair and people, and they sold tons they sold tons but the machine was a little bit unreliable so another dentist reinvented the machine and he came up with the name cotton candy i'm pretty sure the dentists are in cahoots to have job security and give everybody cavities typically though cotton candy has way less sugar than most candy options well so there you go they were trying to help (laughs) Yeah, but I, I, yeah, when I read about it being half the price of the entry, like it was the entry fee wasn't much in our day and age, um, but anyway, it was still a lot. Like that would be like you go to Disneyland for a hundred dollars a day, hundred plus dollars a day, and then one of the treats, just one treat, is fifty dollars. That's ridiculous. (laughs) <laughs> I want to see pictures of that. I wonder how big they made the oh, fairy right? floss. The fairy floss. I, <laughs> I legit am going to call it that now, and that makes me really happy. Thank yeah. you. Like so it. I have a piece of random information. All right, then. Okay, so this is... Sorry, my dog. Can you hear her? <laughs> She's, like, spazzing out. Okay. Um. So what was the initial purpose for play-doh and what was its original color this is more quiz. Whoa, well i fail all the quizzes we do so <laughs> i don't want to play just kidding i <laughs> let me think let me think what was the original thing for play-doh and what was its color <clears throat> i would mm-hmm. guess just because it made you remember it i would guess it was something to do with dental work and taking dental impressions and i bet it was black I right, Megan. have no, okay. no, that's not true. Oh no, that's not true. I know that I know this, but I can't pull it out. I remember that it wasn't invented for Play-Doh. Like it was invented for something else and they accidentally invented Play-Doh, right? Yeah. I don't know. Uh-huh. You better just tell me. Yeah. Okay. 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 So well, Megan, do you want to turn or no? Uh, I have no idea what it was used for, but it was yellow is my guess. I don't okay. know. <laughs> okay. And actually, the first original color was white, and it was used to clean off the soot off of the walls, because it would grab the soot, and then you could see that it got it. So isn't that interesting? Yeah, interesting. Okay, I have one more that I because I remembered it, and I can't not share it with you guys. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, what? (laughs) So you know, uh, bubble wrap right? The, the fun mm-hmm. poppy bubble things that you use to protect 
all mm-hmm. the things now. Yep. What was it in, originally invented for? Ooh, I feel like I have heard this, but I cannot remember. I, you're, you're tapping at a real tired brain. I got <laughs> wallpaper. It was wallpaper. originally invented to be textured wallpaper. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it didn't go very well. Pockets of air? Like, yeah. Did, yeah. And it didn't go very well. And so then um, this is right. I can't remember if it sat around for a few years or right around the same time, but this is right around the time that computers were being more mass produced. And they were, somebody was like, Hey, I know what will keep your computer parts safe. Bubble wrap. <laughs> oh so there you go. Gosh, that, that's so crazy. That's yeah. Textured wallpaper. The world is weird, man. I know. <laughs> yep. So there you go. There's a fun facts that did not make us ragey. Well, I mean, not super ragey. The glasses think it takes me off. Right. Yeah, she, was, yeah, she was ready to poke all the holes in that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was fun. That, that was, was fun. Really that was really yeah. fun. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. All right, all right Megan. Enjoy am. 98 degrees. Plus, yeah. I'm gonna yeah, talk to you guys. guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, love ya. Love ya. All right, love you too. All right, bye. bye. Hey, friends, this is Emily. I'm just jumping in to add a little bit of more detail and facts to the fairy floss um, fact that we learned. I looked it up and they sold over 65 thousand boxes of fairy floss at 25 cents a box. And that was indeed half the price of admission to the World Fair in 1904. 65,000 boxes. Amazing.